0: Hey, what up everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about your points of difference. Do you have them in your business? Do you think you might have them, but maybe you don't? And what is better? What is more important in business? To be better or to have a point of difference? Tune in. This is episode number 109 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman and this is Success Sessions. Hi everybody, it's Billy Rickman, and welcome to the second episode in season number three, which is actually episode 109. And if you didn't, uh, if you didn't catch 108, which is just obviously the first episode in the season, please go back and listen to it. Um, it's really, really important, and it's all about daily habits and um, doing the things that got you successful in the first place. Because what most people do is they, they get into this like mentality, this mindset like I want to achieve, I want to have success, I want to do all these great things and they start to like prioritize things in their life like their health and exercise and like reading and podcasts and, and all the good stuff and then, then when they reach that level of success, they then stop doing those things and then they create bad habits and then wonder why their success goes out the window. It's a really important episode and the reason why I bring it up again today because it's been a week now since um, I got back into my own personal good at positive habits and honestly like my creativity is back, I'm feeling vibrant, I'm feeling energetic, I feel like I could take on the world again, I feel motivated, inspired and all it took was literally like seven days of doing good stuff again, doing the things that I used to do when my business was really, really on fire. And now I'm creating this new program, which you'll no doubt hear about in the upcoming weeks and the upcoming episodes. And um, I feel good. like I just feel like we're on top of things and we're getting organized. It's just a really, really great feeling. So if you did not listen to episode 108, please go back and listen to it because, um, yeah, it might just change the way you act today, tomorrow, for the week, for the month, and really get you back on track towards success. But today... I want to talk about something a little bit different. And that is um, (laughs) exactly that, that your salon is not different. And let me explain a little bit. So obviously, you know, for the last two years um, I've been doing salon coaching or business coaching specifically in the hair and beauty industry. And um, we've dealt with like close to a thousand salons now. The majority of them are in Australia and New Zealand, but also internationally in the UK, US, Canada, South Africa, like a bunch of salons all over the world. And it's what strikes me all the time is when I have conversations, initial conversations, consultations with people, and I speak about, they speak about the business and they tell me all about what they do and who their customer is and, you know, really give me some context around their business. Um, It's amazing how many times I hear that their salon is different, that my salon is different to my competitors. And then when you dig deep into that question, you find out that it's not. So fundamentally, when we ask the question, especially around, um, you know, what is your point of difference? It's a question we always ask, especially in marketing, because we do marketing as well. It's a question we always ask in marketing. is like, what is your business's point of difference? What makes you different to everybody else? I remember I was working with a marketing agency, oh God, probably about uh, five, six years ago now, and um, and they did a presentation for me. And one of the images was like, a bunch of goldfish, you can imagine there's a bunch of goldfish swimming around in a bowl, a small little bowl, and they're all like bumping into each other and you know there wasn't much space and room for them to swim around and the question got asked like okay so who do you want to be in this bowl and then a new slide came up and it was a bigger version of the goldfish and you know like so you it stood out because it was bigger all the other goldfish were exactly the same size but this one particular goldfish was like double or triple the size of the others. And it stood out, and it's like, do you want to be this bigger goldfish? And then you pause on that, and you think, okay, well, obviously there's more to come. And the next slide was another bowl next to this bowl, and in the other bowl was a single fish. It was a goldfish, but it was blue. They'd obviously use Photoshop, and it was blue. It was a blue goldfish. So now on the screen, I've got two different types of bowls. I've got one bowl with a bunch of goldfish swimming around, and another bowl with a blue fish, with a blue goldfish, if that makes sense. Um, in its own bowl. It's like that's who you want to be. You don't want to be bigger than everybody else. You don't want to be better than everybody else. You want to be different than everybody else, because then that gives you a it's it's a it's a point of conversation. It's something for your customers to differentiate between. Well, who do I want to use? You or them? And so when I ask these questions of salons all the time, like the number one thing that drives me nuts that comes back is our number one point of difference is our customer service. Now, if you're listening to that right now, and before I even said that, you're like, yeah, my customer service is our point of difference. I'm telling you now that it's not. After working with close to a thousand salons around the world, and when they give me that answer of my, my point of difference is my customer service, I go, like, okay, cool, tell me about your customer service. Why is it so exceptional? Why is it something that when that customer walks in, they would go home Get on Facebook, get on Instagram, get on Twitter, get on any other social platform they're on, and tell the universe about how exceptional your customer service was. And not just bigger and better in reference to the goldfish, but how it was different. What was your customer service, how was your customer service different? And so, uh, we know, we dig in a little bit more. Okay, no worries, Jan. Tell me, how is your customer service different? Well, what we do, we have this range of teas and coffees. Bam! nope that's not different there's probably 500 salons i've spoken to who have the same thing okay well when i take them in for a treatment we give them these like aromatherapy oils um on a cloth and we get them to smell so it enhances the sensory experience Bam. nope that's done by thousands of salons around the world as well um well we train our staff to always be bubbly and friendly and be like over the top and remember the client's name when they come in Bam. nope not different. That's an expectation. That isn't even good customer service. That's an expectation. If you're not doing that, you shouldn't be in business. Like, so nope, that's not it. So, what else do you do? Oh, well, we get our apprentice to give a 15 minute head massage to every client that comes in. Nope, not different. And I could honestly go on and on and on and on and on about all these things that Salonos can, they kid themselves about how their salon is different than everybody else with their customer service. It's not. I really want to drill that point home to you today. Your customer service is not different than anybody else. Unless you are like a five-star Bellagio in Vegas and you have this exceptional range of customer service options, then maybe, maybe I'll give you, like, I'll give the Bellagio that. I'll say, yeah, your customer service experience is different than everybody else's. But if you're listening to this, if you're an independent salon owner, I don't care if you've been in business for two months or been in business for 40 years. Your customer service is not your point of difference. And all it would take for you to understand this is to either get in a room with 20 other salon owners or go to 20 other salons and experience the services they offer and experience the customer service they they provide and then compare it to your own. And what you will probably find is that some areas they're not doing as good, but other areas they're doing better than you. But across the board, when you take an average, when you get all of the average out across the board, customer service is pretty much on par. And it's certainly not different. It may be better or worse, but it's not different than other salons. So what is it? What is your point of difference? Well, it's my staff. How are your staff different? Well, they're really well trained. I make sure all of my staff are diploma qualified. Or I make sure all of my staff have certifications in this, this, and this. Bam, nope, that's not the answer because there's literally tens of thousands of salons all over the world who would have those same expectations of their salons. It's not a point of difference. You may be better or worse, but it's not a point of difference. And so, again, I can, I can keep going on and on and on and on about this, but I really want to stress to you as a salon owner that you need to take the time to actually think about what your point of difference is. But also, one of the things that frustrates me to no end is when salon owners tell me that their customers are different. When a business model won't work because, no, that won't work in my business because my customers are different. Now again just drawing on experience one of the things I talk about a lot when I do training is like you know I could never imagine what it's like to be a single mother growing up uh with with four children in a um in a in a, in a poor socioeconomic area I could never imagine what that's like I can sympathize but I could never empathize I can never put myself in the position of that person and truly understand what that feels like and so everybody who's walking around on the earth at the moment, close to eight billion of us, um, everybody who's walking around on the earth at the moment has their own lens, has their own perspective of life based on their own experiences that happen to them daily, hourly, minute, on the minute, on the second. Like all these different uh, experiences that they have creates their world, creates their reality, and they look through the world and they re- and they have their reality through a specific lens based on all of these experiences. And um, and so if I wanted to understand what it was like to be a single mother in a poor socioeconomic area um, with with three children, then I could go in and find people like that and I could listen to their stories and I could get them to tell me how it feels to be like that. And then that would give me some insight into their world. And over time, even though I could never truly empathize and understand what it feels like, I could get a better gauge of, of the emotions that that creates and how the world looks um, to them. And the reason I tell you that is because much like that person who we just created has their own version of reality, one of the things that people pay me for is, as a coach and as a mentor and as a consultant, is because I have spoke to so many salon owners around the world. I've worked like one-on-one intensively. I've worked through group training. I've worked you know, over the phone, on Zoom, all these different methods to, to work with salon owners to help them better themselves and in the business. And because of that and because of these experiences, I'm able to draw on all of those experiences and look at the world of the, let's talk about the salon industry, look at the salon industry through through a specific lens that an individual wouldn't be able to have through a way of an independent salon owner who's on the Gold Coast would not be able to view the salon industry because of all of those experiences. And I can tell you, working with all of these different salon owners now from around the world, that your clients are not different. I want to drill that into your head. Much like your customer service is not different. Much like your, you know, your, um, what was the other example I gave? Customer service and uh, (laughs) your staff are not overly different. They may be better or worse, but they're not different. Your clients, your customers aren't different either. And so when I hear people say Facebook ads don't work for my business, Instagram ads don't work for my business, email marketing doesn't work for my business, SMS marketing doesn't work for my business. I can't price my services at that price point because my customers are different. I can't offer that service because my customers are different. I can't do, like, and all these excuses, and that's what they are, the justifications and excuses for reasons why they don't want to change. I really want to, like, drive that home as well today. It's like, it's change that you're scared of. It's not that your customers are different, because I can tell you through my lens, my reality of working with people, that your customers are pretty much the same. The person in Perth who wants to go and get a skin-needling service is the same as the person in Auckland who wants to get a skin service. Who's the same in in New York who wants to get a skin-needling service. They're pretty much the same. There's variations depending on personality, demographics, of course, but the driving emotion that wants them to get skin-needling is pretty much the same. So business is nothing more than a system of maths, and understanding how your numbers integrate into your business is more important than trying to say to, to someone that your clients are different. Clients aren't different. You're just scared of change. And so I really want you to think about this on the podcast today. What are the things in your business that you're saying, my salon is different, but really that's an excuse because you just don't want to change. You don't want to learn Facebook marketing or you don't want to invest the money into it. You don't want to learn Instagram marketing or you don't want to spend money on it. You don't want to do email marketing, SMS marketing because you're scared that you might send an email or SMS to 10 people and they might write back and with something nasty about you and your business. But what about the, the 900 other people that didn't? What about the 50 bookings that you made? All of these things we hear all the time, like, oh, no, that service wouldn't be be good for my business. What you're really saying is, I don't want to take the time to learn that service, implement it into my business, train my staff, and hope that it works. But if you did your research properly, if you did your training properly, if you understood the, the maths that goes into that service and how it integrates into your business and the profitability of that, then you would find that there's consistency. We talk about differences. There's consistency of what works in this industry. Look at the top 10 salons in, in your area or in your state or in your country and they will have consistent similarities about what they do. What are their price points? What are the services they offer? How do the staff talk? There's similarities in businesses but you want to kid yourself as an, an excuse, as a justification of why you're not doing so well that your salon is somehow around the world, millions of salons around the world, your salon is uniquely different and I'm here to tell you that it's not. It's not different. It's just an excuse you tell yourself as to why you're not succeeding to the levels that you should be succeeding at. So please understand this podcast, say your customer service is not different. Sure, continue to improve your customer service, but I can promise you that if you ever hear yourself saying my customer service is different, you are wrong. It is not true. Your customer service is not different. It may be better, but it's not different. That's not your unique selling proposition. It's not your point of difference. Your service standards from your staff could be better or worse, but they're not different. And in most cases, an expectation. Your customers are not different. They vary slightly in terms of demographics, but overall, the driving emotion that causes someone to want to actually get that treatment in the first place is the same. So when you understand that most salons are the same, hair, beauty, whatever industry or niche or part of the industry you're in, when you understand that most salons if not all salons are unique, are, are, are actually the same, then you start to understand what are the things I need to improve on to be less or more successful. What are the things I need to introduce to be less or more successful? What are the successful salons doing? Because there are consistencies, there are similarities. What are they doing that I'm not, and why haven't I done it yet? What is that? What is that excuse? What is that limiting belief that is stopping me from doing it? So go away from this podcast today. Think about your own business. Think about if you ever said, my customers are different, my services are different, my staff are different, my customer service is different. And then try to think whether or not it's actually different. Like, different, different. Like, black is different to white. You know, the sky is different to the ground. (laughs) Like You know, a tree is different to a rock. That's different. Or whether or not it's better. Whether or not you just have a tree and, you know, your tree is better than the other tree. What is, your, what is your point of difference? And then try to understand, like, how do I make my trees better, but then what can I introduce into my business that is uniquely different? And what are the best salons doing that I'm not doing that I could be doing to make my business more successful? Have a think about that today. And uh, if you love this episode, please like, share, and uh, subscribe, and, uh, and uh, whatever platform you're on. Send me a comment, uh, write a comment below, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. Have an amazing day! Thank you for listening to episode 109 of the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash You can also find me on Instagram by searching b underscore Rickman.